All right, after that Cowboys win yesterday, Skip, you mentioned the name OBJ, right? Jerry Jones told reporters that, yes, he had talked with Odell Beckham Jr. that day. The plan is now to meet with him in person. When asked about the team's pursuit of Odell, Dak Prescott said Jerry is, quote, not stopping. OBJ Watch continues. Shannon, what percentage chance do you give Odell of signing with Dallas, especially after that win yesterday? 51%, because here it comes down to this, Skip. What is Odell looking for? Can the Giants offer him more money? Probably. Can the Giants give him a longer-term deal? Probably. Yeah. Does he want to win right now? Does he believe – I believe the Cowboy gives him the best chance to get what he, he said he ultimately wants. That's win impossible championship. I believe the Dallas Cowboys presents that best opportunity. But Jerry knows, like, okay – the guy, the teams that I'm bidding against, if, if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly and if what my, my uh, uh, people are telling me, yep. that is a two-man race. It's yep. between us and the Giants. Yep. Giants, Giants, can't, Giants not going to win a championship this year. So with Jerry knowing that, he's like, well, hey, they might got $20 million on the table. I ain't got but 13 14 for you. True. Agreed. So it's going to What does Odell, if he wants a chance to win a championship, I believe the Cowboys presents the best chance for this this year moving forward. Yep. If he wants to have a homecoming, go back and kick it with the guys where it all originally started from. Yep. Hey, we can have a family, we can have a reunion at some other point in time. But you guys right now, currently, Shep, I love you, Sterling Shepard. Saquon, hey, Q, love you, bro. But, but, Y'all can't give me what I ultimately want. And that's a chance at a championship this year and potentially next year. So for me, is it money or the championship? And by the way, Buffalo has, has been the third team in the hunt yeah. because Von Miller has all but guaranteed right. that he's going there. Now, Von's got his own issue right. to deal with, and I don't know how that's going to turn out. He's got a, probably a sprained knee, which could be three, four weeks yeah. maybe. Yeah, Right? Man, all I do is look at the weather forecast. I saw what they had up there last week. Yep. Nah, no, I'm good on Buffalo. You're good. You're good. That's right. Okay, so here's my first issue with what happened yesterday. So Jerry says that he did speak by phone with Odell, but he told reporters that immediately after the game. So help me out here. Did he speak with him before the game, during the game, at halftime? When, when do you think he spoke to Odell? It, it had to be maybe before, before the game. Before the game, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He said yeah. it was – he talked to him today, so it was sometime yesterday. Yeah. Had to be before the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Hey, Odell, happy Thanksgiving. It's Jerry Jones, right? Yeah. And I'm sure they had a nice, as Jerry likes to use that old Southern word, visit. We yeah. visited on yeah, the exactly. Okay, yeah. we visited. Here's my issue. So R.J. Glazer then reports that Odell is not scheduled for a visit until a week from Monday, which, which means it would be the day after the Indianapolis game, which is at Jerry World on Sunday night. Correct. I don't get the delay in right. this because the iron is hot. The tide is high. It just seems like if you're going to have Odell come in for a visit, it should be today. At right. the latest, it should be this coming Monday. Oh, at, at least you, at, right? Now nah, you're talking. I'm thinking at least by Monday of next week. Okay, because time is a waste in right. here. I, I know he's coming off ACL, and you don't know exactly when, when he's going to be ready right. to actually play football. But but you need to get him in the the fold, and and you need to to seize the day of the momentum off he Dallas just beat New York, right? Okay, so Odell has to be far more receptive at this moment to the Cowboys. What if, heaven forbid, knock on wood, what if they lay some big egg on Sunday night football against Indianapolis? 
I, I don't know. Would, would that decrease their possibilities in Odell's mind? I think the O, the only O, uh, o is concerned about is, is zeros. Okay. Now, which one's going to get right. because Skip, but you heard what Jerry said. Jerry said, Odell can help us. I believe that right now. Now we got to make it fit. That's the challenge. They asked Jerry, what's the bigger concern, health or financial? I, I just think, general, how we make it fit, all of that availability is huge. But the financial part is really huge, too. It is. Well, he's, he's negotiating already. There he is go. negotiating. It's, it's the financial. Okay. I think Jerry's looking at financial first, health second. Okay. And he continues to say that, that Odell is additive. So that's also negotiating because he's saying, we know you're not a true number one anymore. Right. And, and again, the problem with him going back to New York is, I promise you, he doesn't want to be the savior of the New York football right. giants. And right now, he would have to walk in there and they would say, save us, become our true number one. Skip, right? I but Skip, he had two years of that of somebody that could consistently get him the ball in Cleveland. Okay. Why would you want to go back into a situation? Oh, you think, Daniel, jo you okay. think Daniel Jones is going to be able to get you the ball as good Very as that, even point. though you're going to be the second or third option? No. He'll still, Dak will still be able to get you the ball better than Daniel Jones can if you were the first option. Okay. I, I could see Josh Allen. You'd say, okay, I want to try oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, Josh okay. Allen, that's a whole different ball, but I don't, I don't believe Buffalo. But now we got snow and now we yeah, got yeah, bonds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got all that. So I'm with you. I'm going to say it one more time. Odell was born to me to wear that star on his helmet. Okay. The, the, the Cowboys are still the NFL's biggest stage, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know the overnight ratings or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that will be the most watched game yesterday of the NFL regular season because it just is. It's a solo stage game at the perfect moment on Thanksgiving yeah. Day when everybody kicks back and watches the Dallas Cowboys. Correct. America's team, whether you love to hate them or love to right. love them, either way. So Odell would be perfect in the Hollywood that is Dallas. Odell and Jerry are a perfect entertainment combination because they can play off each mm -hmm. other on and off the field. Odell would love playing for the Dallas Cowboys because it's something, man, because I've covered, I've been in the middle. I haven't played for them, but I've lived there and I've done all that. Right. And I've seen it from the inside right. out. And there's no greater stage to me in all of sports than Jerry's stage right. because he's the most famous owner in the history of sports he is. beyond George Steinberg. And, 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 and I agree with Jerry when he says additive. If you look at it yesterday, Skip, Michael Gallup got it started. He did. He had some big third-down catches big early snatches. in the game. So, big rise and snatch. And that's right? why they were able to be 11, 7 of 11 on third down. Yeah. So Dak got the, away with some high throws to him. He just went up and it, snatched it out. I part of them, yeah, strong hands. Yep. And if you look at it, this might have been their best game between the two of them, C.D., and Gallup. I, I would agree. I would agree. So I'm sure Jerry is thinking, you know what? We're, we're cool right now. Right. We're, we're, we're pretty good. And they they still, they signed, they gave James Washington a little bit of money yeah. to be their deep threat. I still don't know what's you, you know, going on. You know, on. As, as, as CD steps up more, Gallup gets more health and start. That's, in Jerry's mind, that's driving the price down on Odell. It is. As opposed to Gallup struggling a little I bit. Agree. And CD not having, the, I mean, in what, two of the last three games, yeah. he's gone over 100 yards. Right. So he's been very careful to use the word additive because. <laughs> He doesn't need a savior, obviously. Right. No, no, he no. doesn't really even need a number two, right? Right. right. He needs a really effective number three, right. somebody who could rise into 1A at some point. Yes. Okay? But but Odell, and Jerry keeps saying, I don't have his medicals. I don't know what, and, and we don't either. I don't no. know what he is. No, 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 like no. you said, you, you watch him run on the treadmill, he yeah. looks great. Yeah. But can you stop and start? Yeah. Can you cut? They, my medical team going to need to, you know, Test the leg out, you know, bend it in a certain position and sure. see what's going on. But, Skip, but, but the financial part is really okay. Big too. So I told you from the start also, 
Jerry will ask him to take an America's team yeah, discount. Of course. Discount because yeah. he's going to say, that star is worth something yeah. on the side of your helmet. Yeah. Playing on the stage is worth something. You'll love this stage. So you got to give me a break here yeah. because we only have this. How, 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 how much, <laughs> how much of a break? Because I, I believe Von Miller was really to give you a, a break. Yep. But not that kind of break, no skip. Yep. Okay, so he just keeps, he's already negotiating. He, he could help <laughs> us, but we got to make it fit. Well, you, you got to make it fit under a cap where you, you have a whole lot of cap room. You have the ability to do, to, to make him very happy yes. if you want to, but that's not Jerry's MO. He hasn't been going after big free. Man, agents, I got right? CD, I got CD Lamb and uh, uh, Diggs. Yeah. Man, Diggs, in the, he's the third year of a four year deal, he's the second round pick. He won't Ramsey money, he won't top corner, Xavier Howard type money. He will. I agree. C.D. Lamb, like, hold on. Hey, y'all heard what Skip said. Skip said, I'm top 10. Yep. Hey, I'm going to need somewhere between 28 and $30 million. He That's will. the going rate for a top receiver. Not to mention 11 from heaven <laughs> coming <laughs> due at some don't point. Don't he, don't he, hey, right? hey, Jerry should just call David Mugulela A. <laughs> here, here. Tell yeah, me, hey, write you, down. You write, write it down. Write write down. I know it's going to hurt. Just write down what he wants. Yep. <laughs> I still, my gut is, I'm about an 80% that Odell will be a Dallas Cowboy. Okay. But the 20% is because I still have a fear that Jerry will finally sit back and say, this is too rich for my blood because I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. We're, yeah. we're good to go with the way we oh, are. I totally believe because CD and Gallup are playing better yep. and better each week. That's driving Odell's price down. Yep, I agree. And you know how much Jerry loves well, the whole idea? We build through the draft. Yep. OBJ is playing it close to the vest, guys. He was oddly quiet on Twitter last night during the Cowboys-Giants no game. Surprise. Insiders say he's also still talking with the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Ravens as well. We will see. All right. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Hey guys. A not-so-pleasant topic, Lakers guard Patrick Beverly. He's now been suspended for three games because of that shove he gave to DeAndre in the back a few games ago. The NBA statement says the length of the suspension, well, it's attributed to Beverly's, quote, 
history of unsportsmanlike acts. Yes. Shannon, in light of that, is this suspension too few or too many games? I think it's just right. He's a repeat offender. He's done a very similar act to this two years ago. Shoved Chris Paul in the back. Oh, that was way worse. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it was, but I'm saying, Skip, he got one game for that. So, in other words, they said, well, damn, uh, 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 Pat, we, we gave you one. You didn't seem to learn, learn your lesson. We could give you two, but we're going to tack on an extra game, mm. hit the pockets a little steeper, mm. so hopefully you'll learn your lesson because we don't want you to go around and keep shoving guys in the back. Plus, you've got a history of unsportsmanlike conduct. So hopefully, finally, you know, Pat you know, Pat's made some good money, but it's not like he's made LeBron money or some no. of these guys that's made $300 million playing NBA basketball. So this is going to hurt a little different, and I'm sure I think he's mad when he get home. I'm going to say, hey, bro. We need that two hundred seventy thousand. You know what we could have did with two hundred seventy thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and you out there defending. Hey, so I'm gonna go to Austin. I'm gonna go to Lakers and say, look here, y'all see what I did? Now we need y'all to get a pool together. Okay. When I come back, have that thing set for me in the middle of the table. And you know what? <laughs> you just took the words out of my mouth because I'm not joking about it. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I do believe if he's gonna lose two hundred sixty-nine, two seven, two hundred seventy thousand dollars for being gone for three games. Yeah. Everybody should chip in, starting with LeBron of and course. Anthony, because they, they make lots yeah. of money. And obviously, LeBron makes plenty off the court. Yeah. So it, you could prorate the chipping in, you know, down the, go, yeah. go, go down the roster, because I thought what he did was crucial for the team. Absolutely. It, it was, it, it's like somebody should get suspended or fined if, if nobody did react to that, because, and that's where I lose touch with the NBA here. I get it's a reputation suspension, yeah. and I, I understand that. But if, if you take into account the circumstances that precipitated or right. detonated this, right? I mean, Devin Booker is standing over poor little Austin Reeves, and then I don't know where Aiton got it in him to, yeah. to didn't walk over and he's going to stand with over him. He get the ball and go stand, stand over. What, what are you doing? How, do, do, for what? Why? Yeah. And, and that's when... Pat Babb said he's been around the block a few times. He's like, I'm not going to sit still for that one. And he ran and shoved him, but right. I think we agreed. The only reason Aiton fell down is because he tripped, tripped over right. Austin Reed, right. right, who's still on the floor. And, by the way, Devin Booker did get a flagrant because he whacked him right in the right. face. Yes. He followed through on the foul, yes. right? Yes. And I don't know what they had it out for Austin Reeves for. I don't know. Is, is he <laughs> irritating them? Did he? I don't know that he's a trash talker, nah, but there was it, some it, reason it, that they wanted to get even with him. Right. I guess uh, right? He, he had uh, – Book had 24 points, but he took him 24 he, shots he, to get him. So, Austin Reeves was doing a fairly he good job. nagging him. Yeah, yeah. Of, of defending him. Okay. But I, I, I agree. Look, Skip, I, I think the three games is enough. I think it sends a message. I don't think – hard to say what's in Pat Bell's head, but I believe if the situation arises again, Pat Bell, that's, that's who he is. They didn't bring Pat Bev to all of a sudden say, hey, Pat, we need you to give us 12 to 14 points a night. We need to give you, us to give us, you know, great three-point shooting, rebounding, and assists. That's not what he's there for. Okay. He's brought there to be a vocal leader in the locker room. He's brought there to be an irritant and to defend. And, and that's what he is. He's going to defend his teammates, and rightfully so. Like I said, I believe the Lakers players should pull together their money, the big guys, the guys that make the most. Absolutely. Put the most in Absolutely. because he was sending a message that you're not going to mess with my guys. Somebody, and that was Austin Reeves. Somebody had to do that and take one for the team, yeah. and he took it. Yeah, absolutely. If, okay. if, if somebody was standing over me and one of my teammates came <laughs> and shoved him in the back and he got fined, I'll pay it. I got it. How, how would the whole team feel if you went to the locker room thinking nobody reacted? Exactly. Nobody defended Austin Reeves? Yeah, really? I got it. Okay. So, to me, 
if the Lakers take off now, and I put quotes around it, but if they start playing up to Anthony Davis's level that he's right. playing at right now, LeBron returns tonight. Right. They've got two games at San Antonio, and then they got they come home and play but, Indiana. Yeah, they should be three and zero. They okay. need to go three and zero. Well, that's what I'm saying, and I'm not saying they're going to go on some you know championship well, role here. Well, I but, think the Spurs realize that. Like, hold on. That, that French kid, he could uh, win Miyama. He comes out this year, not, not next year. Oh, oh let's start. Because oh, they started up like six know, and one. Know, and then all, <laughs> then all of a sudden, like, hold on. We losing ping pong balls as we play. They are. Okay. <laughs> so my point is, you might look back at that as a flashpoint yeah. turnaround point of the season because Pat Bev did act right. on behalf of his team. It, it, Skip, it's like if somebody, if, if you lose a bag of money and yep. somebody was kind enough to return it to you. Man, don't give them no $100, no $500. They return $150,000. Yeah. Give them half of it because you about to be know. about all of it. I don't know about giving them half I of it. I give half of it. You would? Skip, <laughs> I, Skip let me tell you the truth. I, 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 I was at CBS uh, and I left my bag. I had like three Rolex in there, had cash. Yeah. I gave the dude all the cash. You're like five grand. I gave it all to him. All right. Okay. Because I'm about to be up out of all of it. What did the Rolexes add up Oh, to? the old Rolex. Whew, I ain't have that money. I couldn't give him no Rolex. I skip. <laughs> I get, he was happy with the cash because he going to turn, turn the Rolex in. Somebody, they're going to get that thumbprint and somebody going to say it. And then all of a sudden, when the insurance company say, hey. Hey. They, gonna say, they got that thumbprint. People careful about how they go to the pawn mm-hmm. shop. You got to put that thumbprint down there. I know. They're going to come you, get you. Are you speaking from experience? No, no, say, I think that's okay. how they do it. I think. think. <laughs> all right. Remind me to keep an eye out for loose bags from you, Shannon. Uh, I'll I'll do that for you. (laughs) All right. Up next, is it going to be penalties that ultimately undo Skip's Cowboys this season? That's That's next right here on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Yep, Skip's Cowboys won yesterday, but they still had 13 penalties, nearly double what the Giants had. They also are tied for the most penalties this season. And, you know, under Mike McCarthy, this has been an ongoing issue. Dallas tied the NFL postseason record for penalties in that playoff loss last season to the 49ers with 14. 
Shannon, will penalties eventually be the Cowboys' downfall this season? Well, I think it's going to be the inconsistency and penalties fall up under the umbrella of being inconsistent because you look at what they were able to do. I think they had very few, maybe two, three penalties when they went played in Minnesota and then at home. Now, you think on the road where it's going to be loud and you can't hear and you get receivers getting false starts, you get CD getting a false start, you get Noah Brown and you get that. Like, bro, you at home. You know the sound cap. We got this play on, on one. Ready? Break. That, blah, how, 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 why? Yeah. Because you're not focused. Mm-hmm. And that gets you beat. Inconsistent play. Yep. Uh, the inconsistency of coming out and not taking an opponent serious enough to yep. start the game. Leaving an opponent, like, giving them confidence to get two turnovers early in the ball game. Now all of a sudden they start to feel good about ourselves. Hey, who knows? Maybe this is our day. We didn't, hey, didn't know, but guess what? You start playing, and then all of a sudden, bad, good things start to happen for you when you're an undermanned team. You look at Dak in the first half, Skip, I don't know if he's going to be able to get away against a team like this in the playoffs. You go 10 or 16, 116 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns in the first half, that's going to probably be more. Tampa, I don't know if Tom Brady, I don't know if you can give Tom Brady two turnovers in the first half. Agreed. And, 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 And him not make you pay the ultimate price, which is defeat. So, and, Skip, I get it. Dak said they, they asked Dak on the penalty. He said the win is a win. It was against a division opponent, and sometimes that's all that matters. Nah, Dak, because when you start when you start looking, and I've said this last year, yep. bro, these penalties are going to come back to bite you. They will. Then when they come back to bite you, yeah, yeah, no, correct it. Yep. Never accept anything in a win. You wouldn't have lost. I agree. Had you lost this game, would you have been okay with 13 penalties? No. Would you have been okay with two turnovers? Yeah. No, you would not have had Clean this thing up so it doesn't bite you in the butt later. Okay. I got you. To amplify on your DAC response, he did say later in the same interview, why was it different in the second half? He said, we stopped stepping on our own toes, making self-inflicted mistakes. We didn't turn the ball over. We were able to get into our rhythm. Mm -hmm. Penalties are rhythm killers, too. What what happened? In Green Bay. At Green Bay. What happened? You get a nine-yard run. You get a 17-yard run. You had a rookie wide receiver. I don't even know why he was in the game. He lines up two yards off sides. What, what are you doing? And then you get a holding call on what's really a backup left guard playing. Right. And then yesterday, there were a couple of penalties on the rookie left tackle who last year at the University of Tulsa, Tulsa University, led the entire nation in getting penalized. Right. So what do you think his M.O. is going to be as he translates into pro football? Mm-hmm. He's going to clutch and grab, and he, he got beat. On, he, he had an assignment problem yesterday where right. he had two to block, and, right. and they screwed it completely up, and he just tackles the guy so he doesn't tackle Dak. Right. Okay, I, I get it, and he's been – a godsend has Tyler Smith yeah. been at left tackle, uh-huh. and maybe as he segues with Tyler, uh, sorry, with Tyron. Tyron Smith coming back at left tackle, as he's Hall of Fame bound, mm-hmm. maybe he won't have to clutch and grab quite as much when you leave the island that right. is left. And tackle. you won't be able to see it because yeah, <laughs> it's it's you're more inside. Okay, I, I got it, but I got to tell you, this does horrify me as a lifelong diehard Cowboy fan because. I've been through it. I covered Tom Landry's teams, and I covered Jimmy Johnson's teams. Shannon, it was night and day because the locker rooms lived in fear of 
God's coach, Tom Lent, lived yeah. in fear of yeah. getting called into his office mm -hmm. because, listen, those film sessions with him, uh, remember the old Cowboys, we go back to the 60s, yeah. they're, they're taking drugs for, to, to be able to withstand the film sessions <laughs> yeah. because he, he, he would skewer people in front of the, the group because they would watch the tape as a group, as a whole team. Yeah. And then Jimmy, are you kidding me? Jimmy cutting folks. Hey, he's cutting he folks. <laughs> he's cutting folks. And listen, that they lived in fear of Jimmy even showing his face in the locker room because if you ever walked through the locker room, which was rare, because everybody got quiet. The, the, hey, everybody's looking down like, don't come tap no, me yeah, on no, the no. shoulder. Yeah, don't make eye contact. Yeah, right. Okay, it's fear factor. Mm -hmm. It, they, they know that that is not acceptable, that they will pay the price. Yeah. There will be consequences. Right. Which brings me to please drop the Mike McCarthy. Nobody fears him. No. You can skip Nobody. because they know he doesn't have any teeth. Right. Jerry has all the no teeth. teeth. Jerry, Jerry got the canines. Yes. Toothless tiger over there. <laughs> Bump on a log. In fact, when he actually challenged the CD play that we just looked right. at on the back line of the right. end zone, I was like, somebody woke him up and he threw the red flag. Right. Way to go, Mike. Right. I, I loved it because it was challengeable yes. to me. Yes. Okay, good. And occasionally he wakes up and says, let's go for it on fourth and two for our own 40-yard line. That right? could have just okay. hit Tony Pollard. Did you see Tony Pollard in the flat wide open yeah, for a touchdown skip? Okay. He's like, but he was trying to get CD a touchdown. Okay. He's trying to get CD. CD been working for and, him all and, day. And, and they've been working on their Look report. At my, he, last just, year, right? Please, please, thank you. Okay, got it. I, I, I still think he scored. I, yeah. I think he got his foot. I think I would have gave him a touchdown skip. Okay, I, I got it. The problem with Mike McCarthy is I don't know what he does. And if you can win in spite of right. or just sort of work around him, right. that's fine. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I just think he's completely overmatched. And unfortunately, he got so exposed in the hard knocks of two years ago when we got to see, quote unquote, right. him motivate. Right. It, it was as lame and cliche ridden as I've ever seen. Right. And you've heard a lot of you've listened to a lot of halftime speeches. Of yep. And. Some of them work, and yeah. some of them just can't do it. Right. You just tune them out. But, Skip, right. you, you can say, okay, he's not motivational. Okay, fine, but he's a great offensive mind. But he doesn't call the play. Doesn't call the play. Well, he's a guy that's going to get the defense. He's going to have these guys in the right. But DQ called the plays. So now he doesn't motivate. He doesn't call offense. He doesn't call defense. Bones run the special teams. So basically he's just a figurehead. He's just standing up there looking. He's got one job to answer to Jerry, right? Yeah. His job is to keep Jerry happy. Right. If they meet on Friday for a little beer and nachos, right. you, you got to tell him what he wants to hear. Right. If he tells you we need to run Dak more, you, you better run Dak more. Yeah. Right? Well, you know where he got that from. Jerry got that from Al because Al Davis rested his soul. Yep. Al, you had to give Al the script so he know what was going on in practice. Yep. And then you had to, like, he watched the film of the practice. And then he'll let you, you had, because a lot of times when they, didn't wanna, they wanted to put plays in, they didn't want him to know they wouldn't even put it in there. They just leave it out. They edit it out. Okay, I've told you before, I was there in 1989, Jerry's first year, mm -hmm. wrote a book about it. Al taught Jerry everything he knows about this. Jerry, Absolutely. Al took Jerry under his wing, and it's a wing, man, yeah. <laughs> because he was a real live football coach in right. the American Football League and also a he, GM he and an owner and a commissioner. He did the whole yeah. thing, so he knew from the bottom up how, how to run a football right. team, including how to coach. And his big mantra to Jerry was, you have to coach the coach. Right. Well, Jerry never coached. And, 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 but and also the thing was, Skip, Al was never afraid to take on the NFL. All the other owners say, look, we're just staying together. Okay, so let's, we all do this. We all making 10%. We're good with that. Jerry said, no, 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 no. I don't want to do the deal with Nike. I don't want to do the deal with Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. I want Pepsi.
I'm going to make a little dry. He did. So Jerry, like, does that Jerry? No, 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 because I can do a better job than you. Yep. And then, and then when he, he still got it in for Roger Goodell because Roger suspended Zeke, and he believed that Zeke was the key to what they could have done that year. Twenty seven. So he still, yep. every time he still, he still got a bone to pick with Roger about this. He does. And so, don't think he won't go to war with the NFL like Al did. Basically, his whole career, yep. he sued the move. From uh, Oakland to L.A., he sued to move from L.A. back to Oakland. He, he did. So Al didn't care. All right, so back to the premise. It, it has to come from leaders in the locker room. Yeah. Somebody else ha- has to just lay down yeah. the law because even C.D. had a penalty yesterday where you, you just forgot the oh, snap no. count. <laughs> you know, you just stop. You, no, you, bro, I got, I got I one too. And, and then they look around like, what am I yeah. doing? Are they afraid somebody's going to hold them, no. hold their feet to the fire no. on this? Are they going to get fined for it? No. No. No, no, no. no, no so, no. again, we're going to have to rise above and win in spite of not only our coach, but also our general manager. Yeah. Right? Well, that, man, Mike, man, man, Mike, with a, man, them penalties? Yep. And you get a penalty in practice. Mike looking at you like, bro, Mike, that's not the Super Bowl. He said, but it might, what if it was the Super Bowl? Did you have to run for it occasionally? No, nah, th- that was Dan Reeves. Okay. Dan, we had to run penalty lap for Dan. We jumped outside. <laughs> we jumped and okay. we jumped outside in practice. That well, was a penalty lap. Well, now they're coached by Mike McPenalty. Yeah. But you know, you got a, a, a stern looking at even John was like, come on, boys, we can't we can't have those kind of no. mistakes. But we, I mean, like I said, we knew we policed ourselves. That was a fine. You got fined 10 bucks yep. for jumping outside. 